So I understand uh, times are financially tough for a lot of people out there right now. Uh, including one <laughs> three feet in front of you, yes? <laughs> including you, uh, my poor husband. Um, but one thing I wish people would kind of like just chill on doing is suing food establishments for silly reasons. Yeah, the rich history of this, obviously. Seinfeld has copied this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, am I am I a big enough person to not like if I get a mouse in my French fries? Okay, that I don't think is a. I mean, like it, you're still annoy annoyingly suing them, but like you're well, you have a thing if you have your a mouse in your French fries, something happened to you. But have you seen this latest Taco Bell lawsuit? Negatory. So this is a class action lawsuit um, where a customer is taking Taco Bell to court. Um. Because he went to uh, Taco Bell last September, and in addition to his Mexican pizza that he ordered, um, he paid for a crunch wrap. Yeah. Um, and don't love the order, but go ahead. Uh, so he is now suing Taco Bell because he felt that based on the photos that he had seen of the crunch wrap in advertising pictures mm-hmm. um, that he did not receive as much um, beef filling as was in the advertising pictures. And that uh, Taco Bell did not adequately disclose to him how little beef he was going to be receiving in his crunch wraps. To quote Martin Short from Father of the Bride, Welcome to the 90s, Mr. Bong. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, I sympathize with being disappointed by the picture of the fast, by the, by the reality of the fast food versus the picture. But I don't think it's like lawsuit worthy. Could just be me. Uh, the lawsuit argues Taco Bell's ads are unfair and financially damaging to customers who are not getting the amount of beef, beans, and other fillings that they paid for. They're causing consumers to order food that they would not have otherwise ordered and that the photos of those menu items are luring customers away from competitor restaurants. Okay, listen. So this person is... There's a truth and advertising aspect to this, but the the unsigned covenant we have made with fast food restaurants is that in that these pictures portray them at their very best. Right, and then the it's very put together best. by a 15-year-old kid who does not care, and you get what you get, and that's, that's life. E- exactly, <laughs> and they're doing it fast. That's the whole thing, is we're doing it fast. You know, you go into Anna's Taqueria, they're also doing it fast, but less fast, and there's more love and care, and you're, they're, you're watching them do it, which is maybe mm-hmm. why they do that, actually. Um, but But there is... So, so we know going into it's just part of the thing. Like, for instance, we know that, you know, it, when f- in advertisements for clues uh, for food, you know, all the people wearing for no for food for for bathing suits, um, swimwear, you know, it's all beautiful people with beautiful bodies, right? And they've all been photoshopped the heck out of them. Exactly. They photoshop little thigh gaps into all the swimsuit models because that's like not a thing that humans have. Do they really? Yeah. They, wow. like, do a little rectangular cutout between their... Because normal people's thighs touch each other. Right. And so I think that generally there is an, an allowance given for that. Um, and we have to know that that's, that's what we're doing. This is, this is 
Everything is a lie. Everything is a lie. That's how it is. It's like most of the stuff you have, you don't need. Probably you don't need the crunch wrap along with the stuff too, but they're Mm -hmm. trying to entice you. This is what we have. Wonderful choices in this country. That said, caveat is that although this person is obviously an opportunist and- He's seeking $500 per item sold between July 31, 2020 and the final day of disposition of the legal action. I would- I would certainly. Will you be joining the lawsuit? Honey? Well, here's the thing. I would only join the lawsuit for if I could um, settle and get a lifetime supply of free food. But you know what? Actually, I am. I am joining the lawsuit now. I have changed my position on this. I, I am changing the lawsuit because I believe. First of all, I don't want money. I don't want to be compensated with money. I just want a lifetime. I don't want to be to deal with that. Um, I, I so I don't need the money. I don't need a financial um, payout, but I do need what I do need is this. Okay. But I'm not doing. I'm not being an opportunist. I'm doing being a hero here because I'm not doing it for the reasons he's doing it is to shake them down for something. I am doing it, and I don't want money. I just want free Taco Bell. Okay. I am doing it as a shot across the bow. To all fast food organizations that we're watching and that you can't always rest in your laurels and that we see those pictures and you don't have to duplicate those pictures of the food at its best, but you must aspire to them. And we have to instill it in the corporate culture and for the front facing customer service people um, that we expect that in the same way we expect you to say hello and thank you. We expect a don't. In other words, we had remember that piece of pizza. Mm-hmm. Don't say f you to me with the food you give me. That's we had one piece of pizza. It's, it's on the Instagram. All you can eat Instagram that had a huge like bread tumor on it, and it's like that's an f you from the pizza people. And pizza people, you know, they'll hand you pizzas and they know they know they feel they don't have a clean conscience about it. If they've got <laughs> like a half burnt pizza, they know it sucks. So. If it's called the, this is the the fu law, you can't say mm-hmm. fu to the customer because there's there's sometimes when you go to some of these places and you get just total rubbish and it's like crap, it's dry, it's old, and or, or it's not done. Like for instance, last night my brother came. So 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 yes, I've changed my mind. I'm in on this lawsuit <laughs> as a shot across. You the want five hundred dollars per so contract that you better. purchased? Well, listen, this last night. My brother came over with a bunch of McDonald's, mm-hmm. which, by the way, totally burst through my oh, we can run the force field because I, I couldn't, I couldn't resist late night McDonald's. He, I, you just, it just can't be done. I tried to not. You're eat the, allowed one to two times a week during me. Okay, well, I did, and uh, I tried to get rid of as much bun as possible, but the taste is just so good. But you know what? What was surprising about that, and I don't know if you noticed it. That all the fries were undercooked. Yes, not crispy. Not oh crispy. my goodness, what are we doing here? You don't pull that crap. I mean, McDonald's, and I don't live or die by the French fry. My goodness, but McDonald's—that's the thing—is the fries are awesome, and that's also a thing that gets the little fries into little kids' mouths, so you don't have to hear them making noises for the <laughs> for, what for twenty-five minutes because they're chomping away at crispy fries. 
The fries were not adequately cooked. I noticed the fries were uh, not up to speed also. Right. And my brother is actually... And I love a McDonald's french fry. Right. It's hard to screw it up, actually. I did the leftovers this morning and tried to crisp them up and reconstitute them because essentially they're still kind of rawish, you know? Right. Um, but, but yeah, so, so there needs to be, there needs to be a, the spirit of, of quality running through it. Right. There needs to be. And I think that it goes by franchise to franchise. You can definitely tell which ones ones don't. I mean, the difference between a half, you know what, half arsed, uh, Big Mac and a proper Big Mac is all the world. Oh yeah. And there are times like, and, and by the way. I'll be emotionally devoted to if somebody gets it right and like is it's like is this is this is too much special sauce this is beautiful, and when it's there's a difference. But when you open your Big Mac and things like already been in a car wreck, it's no. Oh yeah, there was one time I was served a Big Mac and the burger was outside of the bun. Right, so that's problematic. <laughs> that person obviously should be incarcerated for fifty years who did that. Um, so, so yes, so I am fine. So, but but I want to ask you about this. Okay. So last night that McDonald's comes comes in, I hadn't eaten yet. It came in on the later side. I knew by the smell of it, I knew it was like I, I could either cook something else, but the kids were already eating McDonald's, or I thought I'm there's no way I, this is already this is like playing chess against a master in two moves that I knew that I had no way to win. Mm-hmm. I knew that I had to lay down my arms. You had lost the battle. Yes, mm-hmm. and so I took the cheeseburgers out and 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 all in this stuff. And there are some foods that, no matter what, are getting through. Like McDonald's on, on a fairly late night. I, I had The smell was in the air. It was right there. The kids left a whole bunch of extra ones. I'm only human. But, I mean, are there foods... Well, let me ask you, Alice Shattuck. Okay. And you're a pregnant person now, so this, so this could, <laughs> could go sideways easy. Is there a food that at no time you can resist, that has to, that gets through... Um, that's greenlit. I have a sweet tooth, so I would say that that's where I um, that's where I tend to fall and stumble. Like right now, um, our kid is in this allergy program, and some of his stuff the last few weeks had to be baked into little cupcakes. So um, I made him these little cupcakes with his doses of stuff baked into them, and. So there's like a little container of frosting in the fridge. Oh, yeah. And I'm surprised oh, it's made it this long. I'm glad there's only like one day left of the baked doses because the container of frosting in the fridge is not safe from pregnant Alice and I can't yeah. stay away from it. It's really a problem. Like I cannot wait until it's gone because I it's I can't like Alice, you not don't go have grab to, a spoonful. You don't have to feel bad about this. There is very little Else in the universe of foods that are as delicious and perfect as frosting. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's just, the best stuff on it's earth. It's just some, fat and sugar so, in a container. No, it's not. It's frosting. It's, <laughs> I it's, mean, it's a special thing that it's happens. It's just fat no, and sugar. No, it's not just fat and sugar, else. Yes, it when is. When you open one of those containers of frosting and it's a chocolate one and you get that first chunk and the top of it, of course, is smooth because it's it, that's mm-hmm. how it was poured in there. And it overtakes your mouth with that bold chocolateness and in the chocolate lava works your way. It's freaking heaven. That is awesome. I don't know how I don't... I think all my other addictions have pushed it aside. <laughs> but somewhere down under my addictions is that addiction for that frosting. I mean, that is that is simply living. And I also, I think there's something very natural about, about women 
who would love that kind of frosting because mm -hmm. just i just think women like it's being a woman is like very blue collar not even blue collar it's a drudgery it's drudgery is exactly right it, it is like all the crap that women have to do and like and then when you have kids and that it's like people see i mean you get those you get i mean part of it you get the Hi to your neighbor, the Betty Draper, Betty Draper front, mm -hmm. but very quickly below that is total chaos, pain, having to get rid of hair and girl stuff and this and that. And it's like, I think girls, I think women need injections of pleasure, like chocolate. I think totally. Maybe you totally. could be onto something. No, I think that's the thing. And I also think that that women tend to, like their morning coffee is an emotional attachment a lot of times it's not just a drug it is certainly the drug but it's it, it's an emotional it's an iv drip of a little bit of pleasure especially specialty coffees like the the ridiculously uh you know the uh, starbucks things yes exactly Caramel the ones yeah, that are all in italian exactly those ones uh, especially so um yeah i also don't think that i could ever say no to if somebody had cherry stones which are my favorite raw bar thing or um or sushi sushi which brings me well, to this so okay. this this so you and i have played lottery you've seen the numbers have you not i have the I have. the prize is like 1.5 billion dollars yeah <laughs> it's really a crazy number right right so if we happen to um win yeah in this um which i've already i'm planning on Right, that's good. Bar so have we spent have we spent made, the money already? We've made financial choices good. based on when I just yet. bought a hovercraft with my <laughs> with my uh, paycheck. So, so what I'm saying is this. Um, so, what are you what are you eating? If we if we um, first of all, what do we? We'll start with what are you eating? If we now are a billion dollars richer. Um, what am I eating? Yes, what are your meals through the week? Obviously, are you cooking? I mean, I like I like eating at restaurants. I yeah. would eat out a lot. No, Alice, that is not the right answer. Wait, we would eat out constantly. Oh, <laughs> there would be a governess here. <laughs> we could repurpose our kitchen into something else. We're gonna need an airstrip. It would be the <laughs> okay. row of houses behind us that we're gonna have demolished, mm -hmm. and we are going to. Um, Always eat out. Always eat out. One or two nights a week would be Mexican. Mm -hmm. uh, and and then two nights a week are sushi. Two nights a week are some kind of what about steak? Steak. Yes. I, okay. okay. Steak. High end steak. Uh, two nights a week, and then maybe one night a week for high end Italian. Hmm. Um, which can be delicious, and it, which can include steak and some of those other things as well. Um, certainly, the only. I mean, obviously, the news story would be just six months later when we're broke, of course. <laughs> we know lottery winners always end up broke after, but this couple right. managed to do it in record time right. for the size of their winnings. Right. And the fact that, like, my... my... We would need the state to, like, step in and, like, oh, yeah. prevent us to protect I would our have, children. I would have the, the... We'd be at the Braintree office with the big check... <laughs> at 10 30 in the morning <laughs> by 10 45 i would be under a mountain of cocaine with hookers some men some women some animals 
uh, every kind of food in the world, uh, gambling. To, I mean, it would almost instantly. I would certainly be deceased within two days of the because <laughs> I am not meant to. You're not meant to be able to get everything you the, want. Correct. That is not. <laughs> that is not good. That is so, not good. But okay. But joking aside, like I do, I I enjoy eating out, and I've always liked restaurant food. And it's been a bit mystical to me, but then having worked in restaurants. Oh, what a pain in the ass patron you are. God, look at the look in her eyes. She's mystified by everything. (laughs) No, but I always liked restaurant food. And it always seemed to me like better or different than what I could make at home. Totally. But then having worked in restaurants, I discovered that a lot of it is just food. Like, it's just food that you can make. And actually, sometimes, like, because. I do, you know, like making food and I put TLC into it. And and if you do that, then you're already like a step above sometimes. Yeah, but Alice. You know, the, the restaurant food because, you know, the, like I, I was amazed by how when much you... the mystique of it being in a restaurant changes what it tastes like because I could Agreed. do a lot of it at home and Agreed. it's not even like I would do more at home than I do at the restaurant. You uh, know what I mean? I, I agree, but but hold on. Like you were a beer wench, but in when you and I win, Alice, we're not going to beer wench places. We're going to high-end places. High-end places with, okay, with, with Mater like D's. Famous chefs and stuff. I got exactly. you. Exactly. Pretense. I got you. you know, we're going to be sitting next to classy people like Pete Davidson, Alice. Oh, yeah. Of course. Um, But, yeah, no. So, that, yes, it was not a, like a high-end chef-run restaurant that I was working at. Actually, one of the things we made was Crunchwraps. And when I first, when I was being trained and I hadn't and had restaurant experience, she's not before, ready for crunch wrap shit. And he's like, "So you fold it like this?" And he was like, "Wow, you picked that up really quickly. Did you work at Taco Bell before?" Oh wow! And I was like, "No." Like, Can you I tell? just was able to fold a burrito. And she has that shape. Taco Bell broken look. No, <laughs> the thing, they were like, "Wow, you're good at like you already know how to cut onions." And I was like. Yeah, you just got it. Like, I don't understand. It's crazy. Which tells me who, that a lot of the people that they hire, like, are coming ma'am, with... Ma'am, Jerry, I was afraid to ask you, but did you ever use the guacamole gun? <laughs> I know. Once. It was a late but, July. But I do think it's interesting because I think, like, a lot of young people don't have as much experience, like, cooking at home and knowing how to do stuff as maybe people used to do. Because, obviously, these places are hiring people. And if they're impressed that I, like, know how to cut an onion into small pieces, then... Although, I do have to say, I think cutting onions into small pieces is one of my gifts. It is one of your gifts. You're God great at it. Me. I'm You're really good at it. it. Um, but Just one of my gifts. <laughs> Much one of them. But, um, but I think, like... Being able to cook at home and make stuff for yourself at home. And I know you don't have all the restaurant equipment. Having like an industrial panini press or a pizza oven and like big stuff. I mean, that stuff's great. Like you can't yeah. replace all that stuff. But I, I do think being able to cook at home is like a great life skill. And you can make a lot of really great stuff at home. And that would honestly, to kind of circle back as it were, be my suggestion to the person suing Taco Bell is make yourself a freaking crunch wrap at your house. Oh, Alice, you can't duplicate the taste. Come on. 
of something. I mean, you can't duplicate a Big Mac, although I've seen some pretty impressive TikToks of people yeah. doing just that. Uh, but I don't know that I could do a, a Big Mac at home. But I mean, like some, but like I learned when I made them and they asked if I had previous Crunchwrap experience, it, it's actually not that hard to make a Crunchwrap and you can stuff it as full of good food and ground beef and other things as you want. Like you're in charge when you make it at home. Yeah, I get it. It's I'll... like it's empowering and it's good and it feels good and you can make it just the way you want. And it's like a happy thing. I really enjoy making food for myself. But you know what's also good is a huge, huge stuffed burrito from Taco Bell with their taco sauce packets with one packet to one bite. Maybe, but I don't know. I was looking, I was reading online um, some ground beef recipes because uh, this is one thing and I, especially because I now have heartburn and we've cut back on taco nights that I don't think we do enough of is I don't think we use enough ground beef. It's a little bit underutilized in our house and it's great for you. It's low carb, obviously. Yes. And there's so many good ways you can make it besides just tacos. Well, uh, yeah, I agree. I don't I don't find that that it moves around here as much as it could. So you could make a like stroganoff, you could make hamburger helper stuff with it, you could make actual just hamburgers. Uh, I I kind of like I I agree like with that though because I I find hamburger helper to be sort of blah. It is. And, it's like, a it's a it's a fraud, but it works on kids, or it's supposed to work on kids, not really yeah, on kids. But I think that you can do more with ground beef. And so I happened upon this thread with from this guy cooking with Chris that I think we should get on because he has awesome recipes. And he has a thread of ground beef recipes, some of which are like awesome for you too. I know you probably look down on some of this. Like, do you, are you are you anti lettuce wrap, for yes, example? Yes. Why are you anti lettuce wrap? Because I understand that it's you get rid of the the simple sugars or whatever, because the the idea. Well, because lettuce is like having cellophane; it doesn't absorb anything. It has no chance to be ever crunchy or anything. It doesn't do anything sexy. It's just simply contains. It's just a condom. You're putting stuff in the condom. <laughs> Well, anyway, I think this sounds good. Maybe you just eat yours in a bowl if you don't want it in a lettuce wrap. But I think this okay. sounds really good. Listen to this. Sriracha lime lettuce wraps. Okay. Uh, you put in the juice and zest of two limes, uh, sriracha sauce, water, fish sauce, honey, but you could use any sweetener if you aren't doing honey, garlic, ginger. Sounds like a um, Thai food. Sounds delicious. Yeah. 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 So you do this with your two pounds of ground beef. You chop up some red bell pepper that you stir fry into there. You do your um, green onion. That's your scallion and your avocado or olive oil. Everything there is good. And you stir fry all this up. You brown the beef with salt and pepper. You add your green onion and your bell pepper. You saute the veggies. You add all your sauces and you combine it. And now you have this great beef stir fry that's, yeah, like kind of Thai Every bit flavored. of that is delicious, yeah. And yeah, I mean, I guess if you're anti-scooping it into your mouth with a leaf of lettuce, I suppose you can just have it in a bowl. So this is how I would add to that. I okay. would add some of my, um, my, my mixed what's my food processed ghost your hot pe hot peppers peppers yeah. and maybe a uh, sour cream 
does sour cream go with Thai food? Traditionally, Asian food doesn't really have dairy. Oh, you're right. Dairy. It doesn't. I, but I was just thinking of like all the ingredients. If had I made it myself, I would. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not necessary. That sounds delicious. But, I would rock yeah, that. But yeah, and I think you could do it with an awesome like cucumber side salad or something. Yeah, that's delicious. There's no doubt about that. It's just, you know, yeah. we've, we started off so dirty being in the middle of Taco Bell and McDonald's that my clean Awaken 180 mind is not <laughs> well, been no, visited. Well, no, but now I'm getting back to it, right? Yes. So we've obviously We're detoxing in this part of, of the show. We've obviously done a bunch of tacos and like taco combinations that can be Awaken 180 friendly, right? Like where you can do the taco and avocado and once you're in maintenance, you can do the sour cream and cheese. You can have the onions and the tomato on there and everything right yes. and that's all good for you right um you can do like a bolognese sauce put it on your obviously that's zucchini. A, a winner uh, don't say zucchini out loud please well but you're not allowed to have pasta right now i know i'll just take the bolognese sauce i'll just eat it it's you'll fine. just eat okay that's fine I'm, yeah, you no can, problem with that Kinda you're in like maintenance the, so you can throw some cheese on there like the you're cincinnati good. chili you know mm-hmm. i don't it doesn't we don't need pasta yeah, and now listen to this one. This is right when I now. win the lottery. There's going to be some pasta <laughs> in my 18 hours of life. I'll put that on your obituary. Please. There was some pasta involved in his demise. He died of pasta happily, like he wanted to go, <laughs> like he wanted to. He died doing what he loved. So we got a few other things. In- one more. I've got one okay. more beef recipe. Okay. Um. Which is, this is right up your alley, too, that we should try. This is called an egg roll in a bowl. Ooh, I'm listening. So you take your ground beef, you have shredded cabbage, soy sauce, a sweetener, sriracha, garlic, ginger, oil. Um, so you're going to um, cook your ground beef in the pan. You add your oil, garlic, ginger, um, and your cabbage coleslaw mix in your soy sauce and all that you stir fry it all until your cabbage is soft you do green onion sriracha sauce you're a fryer of cabbage already yeah oh yeah I'm this is all this cabbage. is all a winner yeah. this is all a winner so Imagine and then it smells throughout the house my oh, goodness yeah that would be so good and then i was also reading that you can buy um there's ones that have like do you do organ meat at all? Like, do you eat liver and stuff like that? I've tried to cook it before. I just don't trust me. Yeah. So I'm a big, like, I totally buy into the hype that it's, like, super good for you and nutrient dense and, like, amazing. Yeah. And yeah, they should sense. all be, like, scarfing down liver. Like, yeah. I believe in it, but I can't, like, do it. But there are apparently um, companies that do, like, ground beef ground meat that has the organ meat ground into it. Oh, that's interesting. And so, like, you're not having to, like, eat the liver and right. onions off the stove which is yeah it can be disturbing. off-putting unless you get um, it yeah okay so that was what i had on ground beef i think we should do more of it i'm hyped up by the recipes i think All we should it. try and talk with cooking with chris about his ground beef Done. recipes well, right now we have to get and to... we have to get to some calls i believe yes do we have just one call isn't it? okay just one call. i want to run something by you though okay. this is the washington post girl dinner is everything so girl dinner is nothing by emily heil now i either want this emily heil in prison or i think she's cool probably in prison it's girl dinner summer in case you didn't get the new memo on tiktok where it was born and now circulating on other social media channels the phenomenon of girl dinner has gone through a full evolutionary cycle, a whole journey, if you will, since it launched in May. It started as so many viral things do, as an offhand joke by clever creator when Olivia Marr shared a video of her dinner. I think we talked about this. An assemblage mm-hmm. of bread and cheese and grapes and cornicons, whatever those are. Cornichons are the little tiny little pickles. Uh, calling it something a medieval pe- pe- a peasant might have eaten. 
Other users, mostly young women, chimed in with their most it, most their own iterations of girl dinner, mostly charcuterie adjacent collections of snacky little bits that they might pull out of their fridge and cupboards when there's no one else around. That makes us happy. Yes, the look <laughs> the look was often curated at least vaguely with hunks of picturesque salami and cheese slices and boards. Yada yada yada. But the trend didn't remain static. People quickly got real about their solo spreads. Then girl dinners started unraveling. Instead of composed photogenic arrangements, the current spate of girl dinners are unhinged. There's ramen. There's, of course, flaming Hot Cheetos dipped in something that looks like sour cream. Just a bunch of pickles. A can of corn. It's all girl dinner. Sometimes uh, set to a discordant jingle. It's simply girl dinner, girl dinner. Girl dinner can be cute, but I like the creative weirdo dinners now. So girl dinner, Alice, has taken a turn. For the bazaar. So be on sure notice. What happens when maybe some of them are pregnant like me? Ooh, maybe that's true. All right, let's go to. Yes, the... we have a call here. So if you want to do this, you can go to burnbarrelpodcast.com. That's our other show. There's a button where you can leave a message. Just label it that it is for the All You Can Eat podcast, and we will play it on the show if you have important news to get Hey, to guys, us. Steve from Gloucester. Hey, Steve. You guys had mentioned peaches in an earlier episode. Mm-hmm. And to me, peaches was always associated with wine, especially hmm. being in an Italian household. So I remember my grandfather and my father would always have peaches and wine. And also we were brought up on prosciutto and melon. Hmm. You know, nice piece of prosciutto with cantaloupe just was amazing. Tom's anti-cantaloupe. And, uh, yes, correct. you know, I really enjoyed peach salsa, which I think sometimes is okay. So Tom's anti that too. I do think that peaches and melon and any type of fruit does have it's lot in life so i would agree i'm not as adamant as tom i don't think it goes in a blt or a blp as it were they are real oh sorry (laughs) that's from from something else i um no i don't i don't think so it doesn't but but i'm not as anti-fruit as tom i will put fruit in salads and with spices and other stuff i think fruit can be made to work I, I I just don't see the the peach is not a a winner. It's a I don't I I find it to be almost a a, a lower rung fruit. Plus it's got fur on it. Who wants anything <laughs> with fur on it? Makes me uh makes me nervous. Well, I hate nostalgia cause I can't climb up that hill without thinking you. I hate nostalgia, I still think about you It's been so long, I'm so lame I hate nostalgia Hope you hate it too Hope you wonder What am I doing and who I'm pursuing I hope you think I lead A really exotic life The way I think about you Probably have a wife of your job and you go to church on Sundays and barbecue on weekends out in your backyard and sometimes think about 